This is episode five. I am your host, Jonathan Dishaw, and with me today, I've got my co-hosts once again. Uh, say hi, boys. What's up? Is this episode five for real? Okay. Or okay. The- <laughs> yes. Yes, Paul. Okay. In the last episode, I called it episode five at the end. I called it episode four at the beginning, which was correct. This is now episode five. So... We can move on from that now, right? I don't know. I still feel a disgruntled. In the context of TV, this would be our mid-season point. This is where the plot would start picking up and and going full speed. Yeah, no, I'm glad we're not a TV series because the fans would be very disappointed, I think. Are you a TV series? Because I got to turn you on. Oh, dear God. Pick up lines. Brian, have you ever used one of those successfully? Like, legitimately? No, I have not. no self-respecting pickup artist would ever use an actual pickup line outside of like a, a comedy bit. So are are you saying you're a pickup artist? I'm saying I'm self-respecting. I don't agree with that, but I'll I'll, I'll just take your <laughs> word for it. John, have you ever used a pickup line? Uh, pff, no. I don't. Here's the thing: I don't ever like introduce myself. Get out much? Well, that too. But I also don't really introduce myself to women. They typically introduce themselves to me. They, and like in my experience, they just I know them beforehand, and there's no need to seduce or it just it is what it is. <laughs> okay, Weird flex, and, but okay. <laughs> but here's the thing: this is also my experience. Now, now let me let me get into this topic because I guess this is where we're going now. Both my roommate and somebody that I had dated previously have been trying to, like, introduce me to their friends. So that's cool. So they hate their friends. <laughs> I don't know anybody that I hate enough to put you with them. Well, Just kidding, but seriously, I don't know anybody. No, no, so. I, I, I agree with that motion. Yeah. <laughs> I second that motion. That's how you would phrase it. You guys also live at least 300 miles away from me, so... Mm-hmm couple thousand actually like well 1200 miles <laughs> he's counting like <laughs> thank god he is 2000 miles I could, away i could do the math right now it would be this is why i said at quick. least because i i know <laughs> paul is about 300 miles away from me yeah give or take yeah. give or take mm-hmm. but yeah no it's 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 been interesting especially you know because we're still in covid times right meeting people has always been difficult but now it's next to impossible absolutely That in our generation just doesn't casually hook up anymore, I guess. See, I don't don't know if I agree with that, because one of my close personal friends has always been kind of a playboy, and he's, what, two years younger than me? He's in the chat room, okay? I'm not talking about you, dumbass. (laughs) Well, obviously he's not talking about me. (laughs) No, you're... Are you older than me, Paul? Uh, By like 10 days or some four, shit, right? 20, 20-something days, 18 days, yeah. Yeah. So obviously it's not me. So it's not you, Brian, but yeah. Um, Brian, the playboy. I don't know. Okay. The, 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 the fast, casual dating, I'm not a fan of. I'm just not a... I'm just saying, like, with COVID, there's going to be a baby bust, and I don't need data to support this. It's It's common sense, number one. 
Number two, I saw it on on a news feed the mm. other day, so it's it's well known, it's well established. Well, I mean, maybe in the first few days of COVID, when lockdown first started about a year ago, there was probably going to be babies being born nine months from around that time, right? Which would have been October, November, give or take. Uh, February well, was a hot uh, COVID time, so yeah. That's probably going to be the the biggest boom there, and then a steady drop off. Well, but here's the thing, right? Because nine months from February 2020 was November of last year, which is amazing to think about. I, I know I say this a lot, but time has lost all meaning to me. Yeah, this whole year has been devastating. Well, and now we're about a quarter of the way through the next one. And yeah. what do you think of this year so far? Has it been an, an improvement in any way? I think so. Yeah, so far. I mean, just just the removal of Trump in particular is is. Oh, you know, he was doing his his damnedest. So I, I've heard people go on a limb from from Brian even further, saying he was the hardest working American, and I, I took every fiber of my being not to say something. See, that, I think we can all agree that was not true. Not all, but like everybody here, when presented with evidence, he was golfing a lot. So, But what president doesn't? I want to say Jimmy Carter, but that could be a lie. <laughs> Before my time, I don't know. Yeah. Did, I think the Did Jimmy Carter do like his like charity work while he was in office? I don't think so. That's something post-presidency. Okay, that because that, that makes for humanity. That, yeah. that makes pre sense. and post. Yeah, pre, pre and because he because he does like Catholic school or something, right? He teaches Sunday school. Oh no, school. Ha- Habitat for Humanity. He builds homes for homeless people. That no, too. Um, but I think he also like does like Catholic school on Sundays or something. That's well, pre pre presidency, he was the governor of Georgia. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think the last sitting president that didn't golf as much as. Obama and Trump and was uh, George W. Bush, I think, because he had a lot on his plate, as I recall. He de- he definitely hit the links. He definitely. He, you would like, think that someone like me, who is really into history, I was going to say comparing people, but sure, let's go with history. Paul's the history. Never guy, compare really. people. Yeah, I I compare everybody except myself. That's my secret. That's detrimental. Because that standard is so low that comparing anything to that standard would do him a disservice. Right, right, Johnny boy? Yeah, I have to keep my ego up somehow. <laughs> uh, artificially, like, like our, like our um, economy right now? Mm-hmm. Artificially well, inflated? Okay, so at work, my coworkers have given me a couple of nicknames recently. And this has absolutely boosted my ego. In addition to, well, John found another bug. Yeah, so so yeah. I, I do software testing as my day job. And my coworkers have given me the nicknames of John the Reporter, because I've reported so many bugs. Um, and then John the Firewall, which I think is the most badass name I could have. Like, that's my hacker name. It's like, call me Firewall. Nothing gets through me. But it's like, well, I know... They appreciate what I do. Um, sometimes it's really hard to be that guy whose job it is to impede progress and create more work for everyone else. Sometimes necessary. No, it's absolutely necessary, but sometimes it feels shitty to do. 
right? It's yeah, like, we, like we want HR person. Yeah. Well, I mean, Paul, you have kind of experience in this too, right? It's like there's a lot of downsides to managing people and being in charge of things. It sounds like we're like transitioning into like a Hermes Conrad type of uh, exchange, go like where all this. I was born to be a bureaucrat. <laughs> Paul is definitely our resident bureaucrat. But I'm not. Damn it. Um, not by choice. One thing's just the not by choice by default, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say default. like being default. the human resources. At the end of the day, I have to have the best company's interest in, at heart, right? The company's best and, interest. Um, yeah, so listeners, I'll say this in every other podcast I'm in, but um, never go straight to HR to report something. Make sure you have legal representation, because if you're feeling discriminated against and things are happening and you fear retaliation, go get a lawyer. Don't go to HR. I'm just saying. Yeah, HR is not your friend. HR is not your friend, which is completely un self serving because I am HR of women. <laughs> Uh, but um humble brag. I don't see my I don't see myself uh jettisoning 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 yeah someone into the sun Hermes style from Futurama I just don't see myself doing that huh but yeah there's definitely like necessary paperwork and like meetings I suppose for for your job is what is what as, we're getting at as human resources though yeah well, human resources has pretty much three main branches to it, right? It's got onboarding and terminations and discipline, pretty much. As usually, That's usually where HR and then maintaining policies within, you know. There's not really a, a meeting necessary for human resources. Unless we're coming together, like me and a couple of the, guys, a couple of the leads from Wimindy, are we hiring this person or not? There's no need to requisition a beat. Yeah, it's just like you're basically the entire department. So at the moment, yeah. yeah so having a meeting so, is kind of redundant. So, Paul, what do you think? Should we hire John? I don't know. He's a bit of an asshole, uh, but but he tests is good and he tells Grover what to do. So that's a plus sign going for him. So, yeah, that's pretty much the talk in my head when we onboarded John. Well, John <laughs> so when, came with the place. John defaulted with the. <laughs> you're like, um, oh, God. Because I, I watched Lord of the Rings recently. You're basically Gollum and, and Smeagol talking to each other. Yeah, pretty much. So um, what you're saying is this is the Futurama episode of the podcast. I don't know how you I got mean, that, but but go on. I'd love to hear what, what more you have to say about this. No, I'm just, I'm curious. Because like, it was one of the number one TV shows of the mid-2000s. Mm-hmm. Well, and, okay, and, like, and and you're right. Before we started this, before we started recording, we did make that uh, the Saturday night. I've got no date. A two liter bottle of Shasta. We we did make that reference, and we've been making yeah, a future your rush mixtape. Yep. There is a Twitter account that tweets that every Saturday night. That clip, and that's, that's the only thing it. Tw- yep. That's that's the thing I responded to. Was, hang on, what what did I say? I I responded to it. It's like, uh, it's Saturday night. I have no date, a 750 milliliter bottle of whiskey, and my all anatomy of an idiot Spotify playlist. Let's talk. That's a sad existence right there on a Saturday night. I put some effort into that one. Thank you very much. 
That is the greatest lead-in into this conversation I think could have ever been referenced. Well done. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just, I'm curious, like, given today's, like, streaming environment and the the challenges Futurama faced in its its runtime of, what, 1999 to 2012? 13? 13. You would know with better a few, than me. With a few years blanked in the middle. because Exactly. They, so like, They were canceled sur- twice or three times. Could it survive and thrive if it was revived on Disney Plus, for example? Or I guess... Well, they ended case, Futurama. They, they ended Plus. it. Like, yeah, I know. But like they could relaunch it if they so chose, as they have done in the past. Give us another intro movie, and then boom, they're <laughs> off again. Relaunch. Give, give us another Beast with a Billion Backs. Beast yes, with exactly. the 10 billion backs. They'll just rehash it. They'll just add a word to backs. it. So that, that brings up an interesting, interesting point. At some point, Law Diminishing returns, right? At some point, the quality is going to suffer, right? You see it in, mm-hmm. the, in the Simpsons. Which, another Matt which property. by the way, the Simpsons just got renewed for two more seasons. Two more? Two and more. And then Family Guy, as we, you know... I don't think I've seen an episode of Family Guy since... The old yeah. Fox years, right? The, the golden years of Family Guy, which were the, was, like, the first five seasons. There was a time in my life where I proudly said I have seen every episode of Family Guy ever made. And that slowly fell off after 2011. I'm pretty sure I've seen the first 200 episodes of The Simpsons at some point or another. But beyond that, from 200 to 600... It's few and far in between. So wait, Matt so how- Groening, if you're listening, uh, if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast, please reach out to John or Paul or myself. We are very and, susceptible to And by the way, I, I, I'm a huge fan. So if you can send something autographed I, to I, Anatomy Pod. <laughs> I, I think what would happen is if we did get Matt Groening on this podcast, Paul would be so fucking starstruck. Fanboy just doing <laughs> yeah, just, this. He's, he's got the, the Home Alone face. His, I would his... go totally the the nerd at um, Star Trek conventions. You know, excuse me, sir. On episode 19 of season six, you had Homer say, you know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Nerd! Paul. You know, that, that, that whole At thing. best, I would probably give him an Avatar The Last Airbender foaming mouth guy. Oh, yeah. The guy who was so fucking excited. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who frothed the mouth and fainted? Yeah, that guy, right? Speaking of age of silver animation, like I think the I think we're entering a new age in terms of new content available. See, and and I actually have to agree with you on this one. Um, so I I've been watching a lot of like Netflix originals. Um, you know, I've I basically watched two episodes of something whenever I do my like workout for the day. Because, like, I've gone through Disenchantment. Um, I'm almost done with Big Mouth now. Again? Well, I, I had watched the first two seasons, like... Because I know they had they just had a new season come out, right? So Yeah, season, I think season four is the latest one. Um, and I'm almost done with that. And then I don't know what I'm going to watch after I'm done with this. So for once in my life, I'm going to take your advice, maybe, Brian... Oh, okay. On, I'm listening. On a TV show to watch as I do my is... exercises. Might I recommend and... Cobra Kai? Might I recommend uh, One Piece? Is actually if you're into anime. <sighs> There's a lot of One Piece, though, isn't there? 
There's not the entirety of the show, however. It's just like a quarter of it, I think. Which maybe. is still how many episodes? So, I think they just did a thousand episodes. Jesus the, Christ. Like at the start John, of the new year. Attack on Titan oh, has no. three seasons on Hulu. Three I, complete dub I, seasons. I, I'd have to he have doesn't Hulu. have Hulu. Yeah. Um, at, le- at least not on my computer. My my roommate has it downstairs, but I don't really feel like lugging my exercise bike all the way down those stairs. Well, you don't you don't have to. You, you can I can share a login with you if you if that's your cho- the choice. But. Shh. That's not allowed. They're listening. They're listening. Oh, they, Disney can revoke my access then. <laughs> they can they can all take right. it and shut up you know where. Disney yeah, owns di- that di- now. Do they Disney really? owns majority cuz it's the the five main networks that share it, right? They share yeah. Hulu. Well, except NBC, right? They went Peacock on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and so okay, so so that kind of leads me into one of my topics that I was going to bring up. Um, you know, my my grandma has been kind of you know stuck inside her house for the past year or so. Year um, and change. I mean, e- even before COVID times, right? Like she's she's getting older. She's you know not as uh, active anymore, but she and her husband like watching a lot of TV. Um, so I ended up setting her up with like Netflix, discovery plus, um, probably something else that I don't remember. Um, Peacock is free is it? with commercials. Yeah. So like, well, I mean, throw she, that her way. She also has, you know, just like, I think she has direct TV, but in terms oh, of God, why? Because it's TV, but in terms of streaming services. So like I set her up with these and she has been, all about it and she actually just got her first smartphone recently so i've been slowly teaching her how to use that Mm -hmm. i'm just leading in myself into my own topics here um i actually also got my dad and my stepmom their first smartphones fairly recently my dad is my dad is a smart guy first of all i just want to make that very clear my dad is a smart guy also, he listens to this podcast, so I have to say nice things about him. Hi, Mr. Dishaw. <laughs> um, the one thing in life that he has a lot of trouble with is modern technology. Like computers and smartphones and the internet and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I gave him some, like, easy games to play on his phone, and he's been all about that. He played one called Just Mowing. It's literally a game where you mow lawns. Is Dragon that... Quest Tact just released, so if he's looking for like possibly no. you know, partially no. passive that's, games, that like... that's a little too involved. And tactics games, okay, fine. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not Brian. Just mowing. It's literally a lawn mowing game. Like, is there any I'm not like sponsored by Square Enix or anything? <laughs> no, you're just a fanboy. Um, but so you know, he's he's been really into like easy to learn games and stuff, which is cool. Um. I introduced him to Venmo. He got that one pretty quick, which is great. The the Introducing thing Introducing our parents to Venmo, that's like that's been my challenge for the last couple months too, is like Apple Pay and I you know, I just got my father onto Apple Pay and mm-hmm. he's been mostly loving it, I guess. Introducing anyone outside our generation technology. Cause I feel like that's our default responsibility as as people our age, right? Because or we grew up with it. Like, we, we grew up as the oh, technology grew up. It's still relatively new technology if you think about Apple Pay, Venmo, oh, what have you. But, like, 
we have a greater understanding of greater grasp of like the transactional software of you know whatever the you know it tap to pay basically is Mm -hmm. is cardless pay but yeah i mean sometimes i sometimes i tap with my card too like that that one yeah that one to me kind of blew my mind a little bit when it first came out at first 10 years ago yeah yeah over 10 years ago actually and then what was was it whole big campaign i went to a starbucks one time that had like wireless charging stations like you literally just put your phone on the table and it charges it okay that one was really cool Hmm. i have one of those for my uh for my phone's charging i almost sorry go ahead no at home i have that i have um a wireless charging stand so i'll put on a boring youtube video or something and just let it have my phone charging it yeah pretty much so i i've been upgrading my my battle station right my computer desk and stuff Mm -hmm. um and one of the things that i got was a new like giant mouse pad so like i it's big enough to put my keyboard on and my mouse and like it's like a soft surface for my hands to rest on but i almost got one that had like a built-in usb hub and wireless charging spot okay yeah that's the cadillac of yeah keyboard uh mats i guess but it was it was like a hundred dollars i was like i don't need to spend a hundred dollars on a fucking mouse pad if it included but it would have been bitching it would have been bitching further enhancements like the actual desk or a keyboard for instance oh might have been worth it i i did upgrade my keyboard kind of i got new keycaps and they look fucking awesome they they're like galaxy styled and stuff I once had a Galaxy-themed Nintendo 3DS, and then I lost it, so... You know what I miss? What's that? Translucent game console accessories. Okay, like the like Game the, Boy that was translucent? Yeah. The or purple like, translucent Game Boy, yeah. Or, or like the N64, where like the console was the translucent purple, or the controller was. It's like, why... Mm-hmm. I, I think, like, being able to see the insides of technology was like a... Um, kind of a fad for a while right mm-hmm. it was like a like an i a, never a, a understood it aesthetic. yeah i never understood it but i can see the appeal for some people well it's here's the thing though is it hasn't really gone away um particularly for um pc building enthusiasts sure um, sure but that's like the very niche market you don't see like phones do that now pc master race pc master race <laughs> <laughs> now brian you bring up a good point though what if they did? What if they made translucent I can, phones? I can tell you, iPhone wouldn't go for that. They pride themselves on color customizations, not translucence. I mean, you could be translucent and still have color customizations. Can tra- you tra- translucent is not transparent. In I know, but in the context of Apple products, for instance, like it, it I feel it loses its futuristic appeal. It's it's branding, if you will. Well, right, but it could be a retro feel because like the original not the original but like the the apple II, for example yes that you know those those had the same thing those were you know bright colors but were also kind of see-through but also a product of the time with the huge backing on the monitor yeah so like they're going for space here yeah that's interesting though paul what's new with you (laughs) so the other day i I, I I dabbled in day trading, right? Um, talking about stonks, right? 
Okay, um, you have my average, full average, attention. Average disclaimer, I am not a financial broker or analyst, or you should not listen to anything I said, right? And I noticed a, um, on the feed, right, in the app I use for for brokerage, a, a spike, right? It lets you know biggest movers of the day. And I go to this company, and I said, there's some play in this. So I sell a certain stock and go in on this one. And then my it's on my lunch break, right? So then I have to go to work. And then during this lunch, uh, during I have to go to work, I miss the peak and the subset, and I I caught it on the uh, on the nosedive back down. Mm-hmm. So um, my first foray into day trading was not a uh, a fruitful one, but I I'd rather learn that now as a uh, when I'm losing ten dollars as opposed to losing a hundred dollars. Mm. That um, I'm sure was happening on this on this trade, right? So. Um, that, that's, you know, trying to do a little more research and due diligence. Um, I'm not just going to sit back and wait for the next, um, GameStop to happen. So I'm kind of Gotta looking at different things about it. Yeah. So in, yeah. in our last episode, uh, Paul, you made a prediction about AMC. Go on. How has your AMC stock been performing lately? So considering the market of the past week, AMC's held pretty Pretty well to where it, it started the week at. Um, if you didn't know, for the listener, the stock market pretty much had a little bit of an, um, an uh, a grumpy stomach. And um, a couple of days, my entire portfolio was looking red. And even the, the, the stocks I'm looking at that I'm considering going into were all red. Like the stock market had this mini correction, as they're calling it, this past week. Hmm. Um, the week of the first week of March, right, when we're recording this. Uh, March 5th is the, uh, the Friday and there's a bit of a course correction coming on the stocks. So what is causing this? We don't know. It could be anything, right? Um, but my MC stock was the most reliable of all my, um, my positions. I might have so. an explanation for that and that U S treasury bonds, uh, reported a higher yield or something this week. So they, they went on sale on Tuesday, right? I think that's when they, they went live. Yeah. And they offered very reasonable rates for a 15-year bond and 20-year bonds. Mm-hmm. So um, if you don't know what a U.S. Treasury bond is, um, it's how we end up paying for a lot of things. Um, I mean, that's how we paid we, for World War II. W- yes, war bonds, right? So um, <laughs> these Treasury retired. bonds, I'm not sure what they were supposed to be advertising, probably for the economic relief plan that's in Congress right now. Probably, um, yeah. Slowly, painstakingly making its way through the Senate chamber. But it's, it's, it's progress is happening, and um, they're probably pushing for that. So you, there's few things in finances that are a sure thing. When something's backed by the quote-unquote full faith in, in something of the U.S. government, you use that's a sure thing. Uh, so, full faith in credit? Full faith in credit, thank you. Yeah, I remember so words. So when... when um, a lot of these firms went in on the bonds. They let the what's it called the um, the higher risk stuff go to go to the wayside. But um, that's a good point, Brian. Well done. Yeah, thank you. I pay attention sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I find watching the stock market has become my hobby of 2020 into 2021. Um, I've been eyeing well. Now being tax season, I'm, I'm learning the ins and outs of the benefits and 
drawbacks of selling stock short term. So stay tuned. More <laughs> stay funny. tuned. Brian's going to get audited. Well, 2021, <laughs> you wouldn't have to report your earnings until exactly. tax season 2022, right? Yeah. And as far as I know, for short term investments, any capital you make off of that. It's like 20%, right? 20%, which is would be your basic um, federal income withholding, uh, Brian. Right. So as long as you're earning from the stock market, don't push you into the next um, tax bracket, you should be fine. Yeah, no, I, I'm all about the small-term, short-term gain. Not all about, but small-term, short-term gains seem to be a nice little experiment for me. I mean, that's that's kind of the point, right? Is You don't want to go all in when you have no idea what you're doing. Exactly. I mean, some of these people on Wall Street bets, like they're 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 putting man and and subreddit savings. right yeah. life savings college funds. That, that's what. And I'm like, that's what they call YOLO posts, right? YOLO mm-hmm. posts, right? And I'm like, and I that's just something I can't I can't get behind. Like the money I'm playing right now is just money I wasn't expecting to have. Like a little bit more back for a little bit more back from my federal um, tax you know, uh, return. So I'm playing with, in my head, I'm playing with house money, right? The government foolishly let me have this money back. So I might as well try to make some money off of it. Right. But if it wasn't for that, then, you know, I don't see me taking as big as risks, but I still maintain what I'm saying about AMC. It is currently, and again, I'm not a tax expert. I like the stock. I like, this is me as a person. I'm not giving anyone advice, but AMC is the most heavily, shorted stock i actually have some right some fr- uh, being an amc shareholder i saw there's going to be a higher earning report for wednesday for amc allegedly it's allegedly it's, yeah yeah that being said i hope the stock does extremely well i mean that's always the hope is that it does extremely well but yeah i don't expect it to but i'm also holding out for this summer for blockbusters and movie theaters reopening and you know hey diamond hands brian diamond hands brian that's right is that diamond hands or is that just logical looking into the data into the prediction of once everyone you know for the most part has a vaccine and they feel safe doing so going out there and and for old times and i said this in episode four right i think i mentioned Mm -hmm. this that people will want to relive that just but but it's going to be short-lived because then your comfy pants call and you like to be in your chair, right? So, well, so Or you're like John and never go to the movies anyway. So. <laughs> yes. Um, but on the other hand, there are um, a lot of theaters have been doing, well, I guess you would just call it like bougie shit, kind of. Um, I know uh, Alamo Drafthouse is... is uh, Filed for bankruptcy, yep. Did they? Because well, I... They they sold to another investor so as they were they're no more interesting because yeah. like w- what i know about alamo draft house is that like you can order a beer while you're watching your movie and it'll be like delivered to you in your seat yes we'll see if that stays after the new owner takes, takes well effect. i mean there is harkins here where i live mm-hmm. and um reclining seats there is a bar with beer on tap and they don't bring the stuff to your table, 
but they you can bring food and there's you can get burgers there. It's like a um, there's another one like movie studio grill where you order um, a meal you order from your table or your seats, mm-hmm. and like you have these little like airline fold down um, plane tables, right? That you eat your meal on while you're watching the movie. Now, for me personally, as someone else who would attend the movie, that'd be annoying. Yeah, like, I'm trying to watch this damn movie, you know. But then the complaint was, "Paul, get the hell out! Go to go to movie theater that treats you like rank and file, and emphasis on the rank because it smells bad in other movie theaters." <laughs> right. So, as as John said in the last episode, you know, someone for teenagers to go fondle each other. So he's not wrong, I suppose. I do miss drive-in movie theaters. That was like a staple very briefly in my life. And I guess like living in the Northeast, it's hard to really own and operate one. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. <laughs> See, now now that's, that is capitalism at its finest. They're literally advertising to you while you're already there. <laughs> It's a jingle, all right? Leave it alone. It's it's a got a dancing soda cup. What more do you want? Did you ever see um was it Yu-Gi-Oh Abridged the movie? I yes. refuse. I don't like abridged oh, series. Brian, you gotta watch Yu-Gi-Oh! I've Abridged seen, the movie. I've seen a few episodes, but no thank you, it's not for me. It, at one point during the movie they have like a parody of that like mm-hmm. that advertisement thing. Mm. Um I don't remember exactly what happens in it, but like it get it gets super nuts really quick. Oh, really quickly. But Brian, what what's your objection to a bridge series? I've seen it series once is? in the regular in the regular format. Um, I don't feel like I need to see a joke version of it. See, I I never saw. Well, not never. I I didn't watch a lot of uh, like Yu Gi Oh in particular. Um, mm. I just happen to have a uh, an affinity for Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge the movie because I happened to see it uh, at the premiere at Anime Expo, like, oh god, 10-ish years ago. And, like, Little Karibo was there for the premiere, and he was drunk mm. off his ass, and it was awesome. Not to uh, mention, man, like, I'm sure there's a, bevy, <laughs> there's a bevy of legal issues that must exist for for putting that content out there and i mean i don't want to get invested into it only to have it removed in copyright I mean, p- parody is is protected under fair use like it's, as long as it's specifically like hey it's pretty obvious this is a parody we are not like trying to steal your characters and make our own show that fills the same niche read the mm. disclaimer yeah yeah but then again it's like a shot for shot quote unquote redubbing just changing the voices it's like is this a parody well yeah because it, a lot of it is making fun of like the tropes that get used in the actual show and movie sure it's just it's it's muddy legal waters for me and i'm it's not for me quite frankly so it, it's not for you because of the potential of it getting ripped from you and you're like no i loved you i loved did you or is, is it because so what you're saying you is are, you you're afraid to get attached yes and I, so you I, have commitment issues let's, let's I, explore yes those. <laughs> yes and i don't find the comedy to be worth it to me it's not my type of comedy 
So I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt you right now. I just realized my can of monster is the same color as my hair and it's blowing my mind. Are you Are also you high? high right now? No, actually, not this time. Were you last time? I don't remember. Probably not. <laughs> it's working then. I, 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 think, think, I, okay. I think I like to be coherent for, for the podcast. I like to be able to express my thoughts. You seemed woke last time, so, you know, I didn't suspect... But is John whatever. ever not woke? Yeah, no, it's, it's not so yeah, much a matter absolutely. of being... It, it's not about being woke. It's about being angry at the system. 15% of the time, he's probably high, I think, I feel. Because no, he's, he's a salty is, guy. He is a salty is, guy. And when he's not angry or passively angry, I suspect something is up. That is a vast overestimization. Estimation. 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 Saxophone. Maybe you should go back to school and rework your education. <laughs> Saxophone. Hi, Super Nintendo Chalmers. <laughs> and we're back to Simpsons. Well, we. I blame Brian for this. He started with the Matt Groening thing, and I, I still haven't. Yeah. So first of all, I'm going to say right now, neither of you has have said his name correctly. Brian said Matt Groening. Paul said Matt Groening, which is hilarious, actually. The man's name is For Matt Grenning. Grenning. Got it. Sorry, sir. I'm not sorry. See, now he's never going to be on the podcast. I'm not sorry. You you need to make your show better, sir. Your whatever show you got going on now. Well, bring back the older writers. No, just watch, just watch Disenchantment. It's, I it's, haven't seen it yet. Brian, you really should. It's Futurama, but fantasy rather than sci-fi. So who's the Hermes Conrad in that one? In <laughs> uh, um, um, who's the um, Hermes um, Conrad in Simpsons? I don't. Hang on, hang it's... on. I can't remember the guy's name, but he's got three eyes. So the bureaucrat would be probably Smithers, with flanderized homosexual tendencies. <laughs> mm. Are you thinking still? No, John. No, I'm. I was just waiting for somebody else to say something. No, I was just. I, th- I thought right you were going to think of it, like I'm have not. an epiphany. No, I'm just I'm just thinking about disenchantment and how I'm excited for the next season to happen because it left me on such a cliffhanger. I just Don't went, you love when shows do that to you? Just, you know. <laughs> so why why do you hate it? Just I mean, I feel like it gives a better guarantee of a season renewal. I I'm find. well sure, absolutely. But like I'm the kind of guy who likes to watch everything in one go. Right. Like I, I, I can't stand doing weekly installments of a show. So for I example, try to you, do one episode a night for, for my shows. Well, but like you guys have been watching uh WandaVision, right? Correct. Right. And, and yeah. that's a, you get one episode a week, right? Correct. Like for me, I couldn't do that. I, I would have to, I would be like rocking back and forth in my chair waiting for the next episode. Oh yeah. There were times when it's like, oh my God, I can't wait a week. Yeah. Oh yeah, and like right away after the episode, my workday is done. I go into Discord and Brian, we have much to discuss. <laughs> there have been like forty-five minute, hour-long conversations to talk about a fifty-two-minute episode. So yeah. Oh, thirty-two or whatever it is, thirty-something minute episode. Well, the series finale was forty-seven, fifty-two minutes, something like that. Series or season? Series. C- series. Interesting. So yeah, it's just like one, yeah. one series. Yeah, it's one, gonna one lead season. into Doctor. It's gonna lead into Doctor Strange too. 
in the yeah, it's all universe building at this point yeah mm. i think they're gonna bring back the spider-man of toby Maguire, andrew garfield and the x-men are somehow gonna merge into the universe or i mean multiverse. Now, that, now that disney owns fox I also exactly. heard today that they're talking about having Deadpool fill in for Stan Lee cameos. And everything. I also heard that. I think that would be pretty great. That would be kind of interesting because, like, see that's that. that's Just kind of his the legacy. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure Ryan Reynolds would get a fucking kick out of it and a huge paycheck. He might even do it for free. <laughs> I even showed up in those movies for free. Far, far. I still remember from Deadpool. I still remember um, Ryan Reynolds. Like, you might be wondering, whose balls did I have to fondle to get here? <laughs> See, now I His just His name wanna... rhymes with Poverine. <laughs> I just want to watch st- those movies again now. They, what, Deadpool? Uh, Deadpool and Deadpool 2. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed Deadpool 2 for what it was. There was actual plot, or more structured plot this time, that time. Um, I'm still waiting for Deadpool 3, and I'm kind of disappointed that it was... It, it's ultimately not going to be a Wolverine Deadpool road trip movie. Mm. Well, I mean, they would have to recast Wolverine, right? As as yeah. much as I love Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, right? Like he's oh my god, I, I am in love with the man. Um, <laughs> Hugh Jackman, if you're listening, please reach out to either John, Paul, or myself. No, 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 no. Have you as no, a guest? Just contact John. Just contact me, please. Yeah. I'd, I'd love no, to talk no, no, to you. I don't need to be a middleman. Tweet at me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I've, I've, I've been a huge, huge Jackman Wolverine fan. Um, Logan almost made me cry in the theater. Logan so. did make me cry in the theater. Fuck you. I was like, very I make, composed. I was and, pretty damn close. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, and, and what I think is hilarious is the, um, quote unquote rivalry between, uh, Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds. Like they're, they're online feuds. Their business, uh, they they bring their businesses into it. Laughing Man Coffee and Aviation Gin, yeah, mm-hmm. that one was hilarious to me. Um, I don't know if either of you boys have played the Deadpool game from years I ago. I, there, I heard it was very Devil May Cry. In the opening sequence of the Deadpool game, um, they have a Wolverine voicemail on Deadpool's answering machine, and it's like, "Please stop calling me" or something. <laughs> <laughs> well hang on but but in the deadpool game that's nolan north right i think so yeah yeah, yeah nolan north plays um deadpool yeah he's, he's the voice. yeah see and and brian you and i were talking about what games i used to play on xbox 360 all the time yeah. marvel versus capcom fun... 3 man like yeah. i loved playing as deadpool just because he's deadpool like he, he was not a great character at all in terms of like combat ability mm-hmm. but I just enjoyed playing him because of the... Yeah, see, I missed, like, the golden era of those games. Like, MVC2 was probably, I'm told, the greatest game in the the franchise, right? With Gambit and... I mean, it it definitely took me for a ride. Yeah. And they delisted it. Thank you, Paul. (laughs) So now you gotta pay a lot of money to, to even have it in your collection, so... Have they... As as someone who hasn't watched a lot of the recent X Men movies, um, did they bring back Gambit? No, I've no. only missed Dark Phoenix so far. Because um, like I, I know didn't he was even want to release that one, but he was in one of like the really early 
X-Men he was in movies, right? no he i think he was in just uh x-men origins i think god that was so long ago i can't i can't even remember yeah. but yeah no i i feel like gambit is one of like the cooler x-men characters but he just hasn't gotten any representation in the in the new like reboots that have happened over the last 10 years yeah was i okay so i i uh mm, wandavision spoilers yeah no right? i'm, I'm, I'm sorry them. they okay. came out yesterday okay so here's the thing now yeah. that it's done i might actually watch it because i could just binge the whole damn thing okay all right you better I, don't threaten him because he won't do it then i'm probably next episode <laughs> next episode is the wandavision spoiler cast. you're saying can i we... have a month i have a month to watch all of wandavision but here's the thing can i've been commit probably not i've been watching um sensate not to mention i think you've missed out on mandalorian have you not i did miss out on mandalorian both seasons which are still there full seasons right just waiting ready to be watched in one sitting watch us okay okay watch us mandalorian and wandavision are on i would work with wandavision first just because it's more time sensitive but yeah just because you want to spoil things on podcast episodes absolutely yeah anatomy of a spoiler cast <laughs> roll credits <laughs> but. all right um we're coming up on time here pretty soon um did you guys have any idiot stories or any other big topics you wanted to talk about eh, kind of sorta i heard a news story a few weeks back about something something new york city subway stabbings and i remember that being a big thing like it's it's every like four years i hear about it i think and it's it's perplexing to me that that still happens in the age of metal detectors and and everything it's like it's so easy to get a knife on a subway apparently Hmm. so do we do we know what who's the perpetrator like what caused the stabbing like angry new yorker oh no i just just... tuned out i just heard new york city subway stabbing and it's like okay i'm out i don't want to be interested to know that like what mental health situation is happening in that moment that would like would say someone just to go stab somebody yeah um i i saw in the news um switching complete opposite side of the country san francisco San Francisco is rolling out a crisis response unit where they have a uh, a volunteer paramedic, um, a crisis counselor, and like a peer advocate. Um, so three or two mental health people and one medical, right? Okay. And they respond in an ambulance, and they're they're on the same radio. So nine one one, when you call, you know, what's your emergency? they could dispatch this crisis team to someone having a mental health crisis. This okay. just got a whole lot more expensive to live in San Francisco. Did it though? Probably. So, so let, let's, let's analyze this, right? So three people whose average wage will probably be 60,000 a year. What was that? 10,000 a year. Yeah. In San Francisco, especially, right? <laughs> no. So um, probably 60,000 for those people in their profession, maybe a little bit higher than that. Right. But how much are you saving when it comes to not sending police to handle a mental health call? So for the safety of the officers, they're not getting involved with, they don't have the training, right? God bless the officers. They don't have the training 
to handle this person experiencing this crisis, right? And, and this is this coming per- from somebody who was a... Who is currently a mental health practitioner and who used to be a corrections officer. Yeah, so, so legal, you, you've, yeah. you've got experience on both sides of it. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm sorry, who is in charge of the bullhorn here? What do you mean? Isn't there a bullhorn in these scenarios of, like, don't do it? Don't so, do oh, it. Oh, don't jump. Okay, yeah, yeah that's a basically. bad... That's a, that's a bad joke. Um, we're trying to save lives, not encourage them to <laughs> go off the deep end here. No, so these response units, so these par- these fo- police officers are not trained to hand- handle somebody. And as we've all seen the videos, if this person charges at the officer, the officer is within the right to use lethal force to defend their life. Of course. Why don't we send in this mental health crisis team to see if they can't de-escalate the person maybe have police on the on the on the back 40 just you know watching and making sure and if then if the person becomes hostile then the police can get involved but why are police being dispatched first to mental health crisis so i do not know i don't have enough experience to talk about that i mean the 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 short answer is that's just the only uh up until this point where we're finally starting to roll out specialized teams like this, that was just the default, hey, something bad is happening. Police Who are you going to call? Yeah, police will handle it. Um, like, uh, if it's not specifically a medical emergency or a fire, police is just like the generic third option. And it's not fair to them. It's not fair a police officer to come and de-escalate someone who's been clearly off their meds for an extended amount of time. Or on the wrong meds. Or on the wrong meds. Or, or, and here's an issue, they're self-medicating. Well, that, that, they have, that was where I was going with it, but yeah. And yeah, they, that's also they, problematic. They have an undiagnosed mental illness, and this is how they cope. And I'm thinking war veterans, I'm thinking people with PTSD, I'm, you know. And the fact that, you know, the, 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 the argument against this is, well, there goes my taxes, like you know, and I, you know, I hate to poke Brian out here, but you know, I'll, I'm willing to pay for a crisis response team. You know, raise my taxes that nth percent. You know, I mean that that was kind of a conversation that Brian and I were having the other day, right? Was you know, why do we pay taxes at all? Well, because taxes are how the government is supposed to support us, or not support us, but is supposed to help take care of its citizens, right? And that's like, that's how we pay for those things. Right. Like, you know, how do we solve homeless veteran problem? Right. I don't know. Maybe take 10% from the military budget and put into the VA. Uh, you know that, you know, the the government, the, the military will still have bullets. Contrary to what a former administration said. If the, I, the shelves were in fact not empty. If I ever get my cousin on this podcast, uh, he would probably spend the entire hour ranting about how the VA sucks. I don't have personal because I'm not a, I'm not a combat veteran. I, I never served, but um, a husband of a co- former co-worker of mine was borderline suicidal, yelling, "I need help! Someone, God help me!" And they're like, "Sir, you need to sit down. There is a line." Oh, that just makes me angry. Yeah, same. So, hearing that. Or you need to go home, there's a waiting list, or whatever that ever was phrased, right? But yes, you should feel angry. But to be honest, gentlemen, it's been repeating throughout history. We use and abuse our soldiers, 
and we throw them back to society, expecting them to be fully fit and contribute back to society. I mean, that's literally the plot of First Blood. Mm-hmm. Rambo? The the prequel to Rambo, but yes. Yeah. Sure. The the, the Rambo movie that actually meant something. <laughs> so, you know, when, when people say as a as a as what aboutism, you know, well why are we supporting you know, the country is full, why are we helping these people? I'm like, why aren't we helping our veterans? It shouldn't be what aboutism. We should yes and, right? I think that's the mm. Now you guys got me on my on my um on my soapbox now. Look what you guys did there. Well, if you'd like, we can just end the podcast and you can calm your tits. No, they're 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 full they're full of salt right now, just like yours are, John. Paul for government, <laughs> I think. Salt filled tit. There, it's hang on, hang on. Forty year old virgin reference. Brian, go. Uh, been a minute since I've seen it. Um... So, something something sandbags except salt. Oh, what do they feel like? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I mean, know. it could be worse. Could be an apple pie reference. Warm yeah, apple pie. <laughs> Dad, what is sex like? Son, it's like warm apple pie. I've ne- I've, actually, I've actually no, that's uh, American Pie. I've actually never seen that movie. I'm me just, neither. I'm just. Yeah, and neither. we're out of time. Oy. Thank you, everybody, for giving us another listen. Hopefully, you enjoyed this uh, rendition. Uh, we're a comedy stocks mental health podcast now. So please, if you enjoyed this episode, give us a subscribe. And John, take it from here. You almost did the whole outro. I'm very proud of you. I haven't. That was not at all rehearsed. All right. But yeah, as as Brian was saying, if you somehow enjoyed this hour-long rambling session, which you must because we're on episode five now and you're still here. Yeah, uh, he said it right. I did it this time. Um yeah, give us a like, give us a, a, a subscription, uh, follow us Comment on... Comment what you like, what you don't like, and uh, we have yeah, social at, media. Fo- yes, follow us on uh, Twitter at AnatomyIdiotPod, and on Instagram, uh, I think the username is Anatomy of an Idiot. I, I think. Brian, I'll you be honest, cur- that, that Instagram is going nowhere. I don't know why we did it. Um, Twitter's probably more useful in this yeah, avenue. Yeah. So- so Shall follow I? us at, at Anatomy Idiot Pod. Uh, you know, we we post things there about different episodes. Give us some feedback, man. We we always enjoy hearing what people like and don't like about the bullshit we talk about. Yes, tell Paul he's wrong. I need a challenge. I got these two to deal with. <laughs> That's only You're happened hardly once. Hardly ever wrong. Yeah, hardly ever. But all right. Bye, everybody. Paul's not going to say it, so I will keep it nerdy. <laughs>